it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Welcome to the only show that doesn't care about ratings, because our sole purpose is to save souls, on purpose. Go to the updated witnesstalkradio.org for more episodes, now with 10 different syndication options. We're also on Facebook. Recently, people around the nation celebrated April 20th by smoking marijuana, simply because the abbreviated date is 420. That is, of course, in reference to an old police code for marijuana usage. As Christians, should we be partaking in the Weed Day celebration? Here's an excerpt from Got Questions Ministries. You're listening to Witness Radio. The Bible does not directly address any form of illicit drug use. There are no express prohibitions against cocaine, heroin, ecstasy, or methamphetamines. There is no mention of marijuana, peyote, magic mushrooms, or acid, or LSD. Nothing is said about huffing, snorting, dropping, smoking, shooting, licking, or any other method of ingestion. This is not to say, however, that recreational drug use is permissible. Illicit drug use is an extremely effective way to destroy your health, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally as well. Marijuana, while being the least harmful of all illicit drugs, is still potentially lethal. Marijuana enthusiasts take comfort in the fact that, unlike most other illicit drugs, it is seemingly impossible to fatally overdose on weed by means of normal consumption, that is, by smoking it. But this does nothing to diminish the potentially fatal risks of lung cancer, emphysema, and other forms of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease caused by marijuana smoke. While marijuana can be ingested without smoking it, thereby eliminating these risks, there still remain negative physiological and psychological consequences, including damage to the reproductive system, the immune system, and cognitive ability. As Christians, our bodies are not our own. We have been bought with a price, 1 Corinthians 6, verses 19-20, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with precious blood, as of a lamb unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ, 1 Peter 1, verses 17-19. Having bought us with his own life, Christ has delighted to create in us something entirely new, something somewhat bizarre. By indwelling us with his Holy Spirit, he has turned us into organic temples of sorts. So now, caring for our health is not just a matter of good stewardship, it is a matter of reverential piety. To pollute or harm our bodies is to desecrate the house of God. 1 Corinthians 3, verses 16 and 17. This is both wondrous and terrifying. Another biblical principle concerns our susceptibility to deception. As fallible creatures, we are prone to delusion. And since we are the objects of God's intense affection, His enemies are our enemies. This includes the enemy, the devil, the father of lies, John 8, verse 44, a most formidable and determined adversary. All of the apostolic exhortations to remain sober-minded and alert are designed to remind us that we must be vigilant against the wiles of the devil, 1 Peter 5, verse 8, who seeks to ensnare us through deception. Sobriety is also important for prayer, 1 Peter 4, verse 7, as is obedience to God, Isaiah 1, verses 10-17. As for drug addiction, not all illicit drugs are physically addictive. Nevertheless, they are all psychologically addictive. While most people are familiar with physical addiction, the progressive condition whereby the human body becomes physically dependent upon a drug in order to function properly, 
Psychological addiction is less well known. Psychological addiction is an enslavement of the mind, often characterized by obsessive tendencies and a lack of desire to quit. While physical addiction brings the body into subjection, psychological addiction brings the will into submission. Users tend to say things like, "I could quit if I wanted to, but I just don't want to." This attitude tends to ensure a long-term pattern of drug use, whereby users become devotees in defiance of a very poignant biblical principle. The fact is, no one can wholeheartedly serve two masters. Luke 16 verse 13. Any time spent kneeling before the god of drugs is time spent with your back towards the god of the Bible. In summary, the Bible teaches us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Titus 2 verse 12. Cannibalism is okay as long as you're not actually hurting somebody. Wouldn't eating someone hurt them? I'm trying to do the best I can. There's only one way to have your sins forgiven. As born again Christians, part of our duty is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or have never witnessed before, Witness Radio has something for you. Tune in next time to strengthen your faith and learn how to defend it. Go to witnesstalkradio.org. That's witnesstalkradio.org. Andre, we're on the campus today. We're talking to people about April twentieth, four twenty. What is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that?、Uh, I, I won't lie、um, about you know everybody likes to smoke on four twenty, so that's really the first thing that comes to mind. You know, especially on social media, you know it's really promoted a lot. So how can you not think about that first? Is、gotcha. yeah. So now, just for clarification, for those who are totally out of the loop,、right. smoking what? Marijuana. And、uh, DeAndre, right? DeAndre, 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 DeAndre. Okay, so DeAndre, gonna put you on the spot, man. Okay. You,、uh, you, 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 you a pothead? You smoking the reefer? See, Senor. <laughs> All right. So, why, why do you、uh, smoke marijuana? What, what, is, what, is, what are the benefits to you? Um, well, why? A big reason why I use because I, I'm really not like a big eater. I'm not a big guy, so it really kind of helps me eat. But other than that, though, you know, I, I just I just don't really see it like as a bad thing. So you know, me a lot of people do it, so it's kind of hard not to do it. Gotcha. <laughs> kind of just like drinking, like yeah, underage drinking. You know, like they don't. Everybody's underage here, you know, and everybody's still going to drink. They don't care, so. Okay, so even though it's illegal, as long as enough people are doing it, it's okay. No, I, it, you know it is illegal. I just feel like you know, I feel like everybody has their beliefs. You know, I feel like other than, I, there's a lot of people people don't believe in other than just smoking marijuana. So, you know, I, you know, I'm, I won't say it's right and I won't say it's wrong. You know, I'm just. You know, what's my opinion, anyways? Everybody's still going to do it, or there's people that's not going to do it. So that's really just how I feel. I'm, I'm not like that type of person to say like, yeah, you should, you know, do this and do that, because everybody has their issues, everybody has their problems, and you know, if you just go and say somebody has an issue off, you know, smoking marijuana, like look, look at your life. What are you doing? Are you perfect? You know, that's how I feel. But let, let me ask: Does it?、Uh The effects of marijuana does, does it mess with your head at all? Do you see hallucinations, anything like that? No, not no hallucinations. It ain't no 
drug like that if you were caught a drug. I mean, it really just, you know, at the end, it'll make you tired. It'll make you really hungry. It'll, you know, you'll get sleepy. You'll sleep real good. That's about it. <laughs> Do you think it impairs you at all? Like, you, say you were to to smoke some marijuana and then go go driving. Do you think that it impairs you, like like alcohol would? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it would be different. Like if you first started off, you know, if you like, if it was your first time, you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna go drive. Like, no, like you should calm down. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people that been doing it. You know, I've actually started my like just in college that's when I first started smoking I know people that's been smoking way longer so I mean I really it really depends on your tolerance and uh you know I mean it's it's not that you know it's not crazy do you think that it's uh over time that it loses its effect and you need to smoke more to get that same buzz um I'm, 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 I'm not I'm not sure not sure. <laughs> right. I'm not sure. All right. So I'm going to change the change the subject a little bit. Okay. So you know you're you're on the college campus. You you, you admitted that you you haven't really smoked marijuana except for on the college campus, or that's when you started. Um, I want you to think for a minute about your parents. Okay. Think for, think about your parents. Now imagine. I won't be using your last name on the radio, but imagine they happen to flip to this radio show, yeah, and they could the, they they heard you. About. That's what I was actually thinking about. But what, what would they say? What would they say about you admitting to smoking marijuana? Uh, you know, you need to stop. That's really their only issue with me. You know, I won't. You know, just, you know, they feel like I need to. I need to stop. Calm down. I have calmed down. Not as you know as much as I used to, but. I say the same thing like they always do. You know, uh, do I don't you think anybody's parents would say, "Yeah, go smoke some marijuana"? You what know, uh, what if you're uh, the son of Cheecher Chong? You know, they they might not care. You know, they've been doing it their whole life. But I feel like when my kids, when I have kids, and when I get older, I totally wouldn't approve of it, just because it it, it does. You know, it can open some doors to certain things, and just you. Explain that a little bit. It, you know, it can. Some people are like, "Oh, what can get me higher than this?" You know, that's. I just. I feel like you know that's anybody. So, well, not anybody. That's just how some people are. Like, you know, what can get me more higher than this? Like, like you? Nah. No. Okay, that's good. Yes, yeah, real good. Yeah. I'm assuming you're. Kind of, I'm assuming you're kind of at least halfway through, maybe a junior. Yeah, I'm actually a junior. I'm actually a junior. I got a year and a half left, so. I know people. I know people in freshman year who started doing that, and they they left. We never saw them again. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, you know, go, going back to your parents and everything, what uh, what type of belief system or, or worldview system did they raise you up in? Um, you know, I'm a Christian, and really, what just like just what my parents feel about marijuana? They just feel like that. You shouldn't have to use certain things, you know, to, you know, just like to make you feel some type of way. Like, you know, some people smoke like to get over stress or something, you know, or if somebody's, you know, bugging them out, people would drink too, you know. So my my parents was really like, you know, like on, you know, if you really have a problem you with something, you know, get on your knees and pray. That's what God is, you know, God is here every day. He listens to everything, 
you know. So that's really what I was brought up on. My parents has never smoked. My parents don't drink. So, you know, is So you you say that you're a Christian. What what does that mean exactly? I believe Jesus down the cross for my sins. And I believe there's a God and I believe there's a Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So now uh you said Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Uh can you can you give me an example of, of something that would be a sin? Uh, you know, just like disobeying your parents, you know, or stealing, lying. You know, that's the main ones, lying. Everybody, you know, lying is, that is a sin. It's not, you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't lie. I'm going to put you to the test. All right, you, you, you named, uh, I, I think it was actually three of the Ten Commandments, disobeying your parents, lying, and stealing. So, have you ever told a lie? Yes. What do you call someone who lies? A liar. Have you ever stolen? No, I have not stolen. I will give you that. I've not, no, I have not stolen. I'm really big on stealing, so, yes. Are you Are you sure about yes, that? I, even when you were a little kid? Yeah, even when I was a little kid. I, well, I'm, I'm the only child, so my mom really sheltered me a lot. And uh, it was really just, you know, at first it was just me and my mom, then she finally got married. So, yeah, I, I really, that's something, honestly, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad I have not stolen anything before. <laughs> good, good. So now, disobeying your parents. Have you ever done that? Yes, I'm pretty sure everybody's disobeyed their parents before. I mean, just, just saying, admitting that you, you do, uh, you smoke marijuana and you know your parents wouldn't approve of it, that, that's dishonoring your parents. Right, yeah, but there's also a part, like, you know, once you get a certain age, you all, you make your own choices. You know, your parents can't make all your choices. And I still respect my parents. I love my parents. And, you know, like, I mean, nobody's perfect, so... But everybody makes their own choices, when, especially when you get to a certain age and, you know, you've been on your own for a little bit. You know, you start to make your own, you know, your own choices and kind of do what you want. That's the uh, what you get for growing up. Dondre, you, you said that you've admitted to lying and dishonoring your parents, which is breaking the ten, couple of the Ten Commandments. And, uh, you know, the, the Bible actually says if you break one law, you broke it's like breaking all of them. You know, and you say that Jesus died for your sins, but the if you're continuing to live in that sin, are you really forgiven of them? Well, that's and you know that's that's between you and God. You know, you can't if you like you said, just like you said, if you're doing the same sin and you keep on coming to Him saying, you know, you're sorry, like I won't do it again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just like you said, do you really feel like you're asking like asking for forgiveness, knowing as soon as you ask for it, you're gonna go do the same thing? Get what I'm saying? So you know that that's now that that's you know, that's different. Um <clears throat> now for me, you know, I I like for smoking for instance, you know, I don't say I won't come to God and say, I'm sorry for smoking, I won't do it again and then go do it. I will say because that's actually something I'm working on. Like I said, I've calmed down. I tell him, I say, help me get better not smoking. Help me, you know what I'm saying, put something else, you know, make me think of something. I try to think of, like, if I want to smoke, you know, okay, I need to just go do some homework, you know. Bring me ideas for me to stop this, you know, to stop smoking, you know, calm down, you know. And that's just with anything, like, um, <clears throat> just like just like with school, you know, I, I say, uh you know, please, you know, keep me motivated, you know, help me get up for class, you know, just, you know, put something in my head that's like, you know, you need to get up for class and go to class. Well, you know, it, 
Uh, unfortunately, it almost sounds like uh, God is like a, a genie that you pray to, and you just ask him to help you whenever yeah, whenever you need area. Okay. But, I mean, do you just go to him when, when you need something, or, you know, do you go to him for to praise him, to worship him? You, you, you're supposed to praise him in the good and the bad. Okay. You know? Do you do that? Yeah, I've had, like I said, I'm the only child. My mom, I'm a spoiled spoiled little boy so i you know i'm not i'm not gonna lie like i've i've gotten stuff uh my mom has taken care of me my mom is a great woman i go to college a great campus you know i'm still sitting here leaving breathing a day before i go to bed i pray when i wake up every morning i pray have to pray for it pray for people around you pray for your friends pray for your family well it's good that you pray how about your bible do you read your bible every day yes, sir well, not every day, no. I, I, I read my school books every day. <laughs> this is the yeah, so I don't read my Bible every day, but I, I, do, I do read my Bible, though. When was the last time you read it? Uh, about uh, three, four days. Well, no, Sunday. 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 Yeah, Sunday. In, in church or just on your own? Yeah, I, no, I was in church. Okay. Yeah. When was the last time you read your Bible by yourself, like not in yeah, church? Like, um, I have... You know, if you have daily, like, Bible apps, they'll send you quotes every day. So that's how I read the Bible every day. And then um, usually sometimes my mom will send me devotions over email. But I usually get my uh, text through Bible. I have them send me a, te- uh, a text every day. That's really good. If you want, you know, if you want to read a scripture every day and don't want to have to worry about going and looking, you know, just set it on your little, on your set, and they'll send you one every day. Very cool. So, Dondre, you know, Something that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 was not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. What do you think that verse means? Um, to me, you know, if you really don't have a personal relationship with God, just like you said, if you just praying to him like if you want something bad you know just certain times not every day if you're not um you know some people say you shouldn't have to go to church every day but I don't feel I I disagree with that because how else can you get the um you know your word for the week or you know just that comfort church just in church you know it's a it's a it's a comfort it's a um what's the word I'm looking for um you, you, you know, you say, you get what I'm saying, so. Um. Well, let me ask you this. I, I want to go back to the to the sins again. You know, you, you were talking about how you, you've sinned before. Um. You're born into sin. Everybody's going to sin. I just want to throw that out there. So, you know what I'm saying? You sin, he sins, everybody that you see sins off of it. You know what I'm saying? You can't, there's nobody perfect here. Not, not even the president, you know what I'm saying? Even the president sins. So, you know, sin, you're going to get it. You're born into sin. It says that in the Bible. You're born into sin. You will sin. There's nobody perfect but Jesus. That's it. So how does someone get forgiven of their sins? How, how does someone go to heaven? Well, like I said, it's, it's more than just asking for forgiveness. It's about having a personal relationship with Christ. So, How do you do that? So... You know, you got to read your Bible every day. You know, not every day. You just got to read your Bible, know the words. So, you know what I'm saying? Know what makes God angry and know what makes God sad. Um, you know what I'm saying? You you, you will want to go to church every Sunday. And like I said, praise Him in the good, praise Him in the bad. Praise Him when you just when you just feel like praying, just pray. 
You know what I'm saying? When you, you, you just feel like, man, I need somebody to talk to. You don't got your mom, you don't got your dad, you know, family, whatever. God's there with you all the time. You can pray anytime you want. I mean, like, I'll catch myself. You know, I like to pray before my test. Um, anytime, like, uh, my, yeah, it really is. Uh, um, let me, let me I lost my grandmother, you know, a couple, uh, a month ago. And so, you, yeah, so, um, you know, we were really close. So I always, you know, I, you know, I tell God, you know, just, you know, keep my heart, you know, loving. You know, don't keep me sad all day because being sad isn't, you know, that's not good. So um, really the main thing is uh, it's more than just, you know, yeah, I read the Bible. Yeah, I go to church. But if you're not going to church accepting the word, if you're not, if you don't have like a personal relationship to God, like if, like if somebody just came and was like, hey, did you pray today? Like, you should off rip say yeah like yeah I pray as soon as I woke up this morning I woke up this morning like how how can you not pray over that there's people that die and they sleep every day so um you know Jesus said that you have to be born again in order to go to the kingdom of heaven to, to go to heaven um have you been born again yeah i've 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 i born again means you know basically you're you know that Jesus down the cross for your sins that 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 is what being reborn is and you know that you're not like everybody else and you have to you have a rule book now like the bible that's like that's like your rule book you know you're not you don't just go do whatever you want like you 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 have compassion you think about others you you know what i'm saying you pray for other people you you don't think about yourself you know isn't that once you start you know what i'm saying once you do that it's you know you you live a whole new life you're not even living the life before you was because you just you look at things different you you respond to things differently you know yeah you know jesus explained it he said uh you know when, when you're born again that you would have a changed heart you would have a new heart with new desires you would no longer desire to do the things that are wrong that are sinful but you would desire to do the will of the one who saved you um and the, the reason I'm bringing this up is, you know, at the beginning we were talking about things that, that you do, um, and it was a little concerning. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not trying to oh, no. say that you aren't a Christian, mm-hmm. but it, it was definitely concerning. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I would like to admonish you, Dondre, uh, 2 Corinthians 13.5 says to examine yourself yeah, to make sure yeah. that you're in the faith. Yeah, okay? and I, 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 I totally agree with you, but you have to, you have to understand, uh, how, how long did uh, Jesus' disciples follow him? All their lives. Okay, so they weren't perfect once they met him for once one or two weeks, right? Well, I'm, I'm not saying I know, they're I know, I know, perfect. I, no, I know. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just stating the point. Even, after three years. yeah, that, yeah, exactly. He, one of his own, sold him out. You get what I'm saying? So you, you can't expect no. I don't expect nobody to be perfect because well, no, we're not God. So exactly. So that's why. You go to church every Sunday. That's why you pray every day. You build your faith every day because that's all it's about. You got to build your faith in that relationship with God. You got to have that. So now you, you talk about a relationship with, with Jesus. Has your relationship with sin changed? Um, like, you, you know, you know, the devil always going to come at you with something, you know. Right. And then he says it once you really once you do accept it, that's when the devil gonna come at you the hardest. So you know, I say my sins are different, but you know, I've had a lot of um, temptations. Not your sins are different, but your relationship with your relationship with sin is different. Like, uh, you know, do you do you love to do the things that are wrong? Like, 
no, uh, looking no, with no, lust, yeah. Yeah, like looking at pornography or something like that. Yeah. Do you do you love doing that, yeah. uh, or do you do you hate that? Yeah. Do, you, do you hate your sin? Uh, uh, the more I, you know, I have I have a huge conscience, so if I do something bad, it it will stick in my head. So that's that's really how I am. Like you, you know, when you do something bad, and it, you know it determines who you are. How you going to handle it? And, yeah, and you know, Jesus actually said in Mark one fifteen, he said to repent, which means to turn away from your sinfulness, and to put. Uh, he said, repent and believe the gospel. And you know, when he said believe the gospel, he didn't just mean believe it. You know, mentally, he said uh, he, it, 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 it meant it meant yeah. to trust the gospel, to trust in Jesus, to trust what he did on that cross, dying on the cross for your sins and rising from the dead. You know. Uh, it also says that if you are continuing to, to love your sin, to live in your sin, then you are crucifying him all over again. And that's a horrible thing. So one last question, Dondre. What happens to people if they do not become a Christian? Um, you know, it's, it's, you know it's, 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 in, it's in the Bible. He says there's only two places you can go. What are the... We we talked about heaven. Yeah, he- heaven and hell. That's that's uh, you know that's the only two places you can go. So, yeah. that's 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 all I'm that's all I'm gonna say. There's actually a verse in Revelation. It says, uh, I'll paraphrase. Uh, has like murderers and and uh, fornicators, sexually adult, uh, sexually immoral people. It also says liars. All liars mm-hmm. will have their part in the lake of fire. Mm-hmm. That's horrible news, right? Mm-hmm. So, what are you doing to tell others? How to escape that place? Well, you know, I'll I'll put my two cents in, but like I said from the beginning, um, you know, I I like to look in the mirror first. I like to make sure I'm right before I'm checking up on anybody else. You know, like before I'm like, hey, are you, you know, what I'm saying, are you really a Christian? Are you doing what you're supposed to do? But hold up, on my side, like you said, like there's, you know, there's still some things I'm working out. So with me, um, you know. Like I said, I'll put my two cents. I'll help out anybody. You know, that's 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 my heart. You know, um, but when it comes to you know just having a personal relationship with God, I'm trying to make sure I'm there first before I worry about anybody else. Cause you know, I ain't, it ain't my job to take you to heaven. You know, it's my job to make sure I get there and make sure I do the right thing and make sure that you know. Well, actually, that's not true. It is to spread the gospel, so I, I do kind of take that back a little bit. But you know what I mean. Before you work, before you worry about somebody else, you know, check yourself first. Make sure you, you know, what I'm saying you not sinning, which is right. We, you probably, you know, we, yeah, probably do got a couple of sins under your belt. Absolutely, like like you said, we've all sinned. But you know, and, and we're not supposed to, you know, judge people hypocritically. Uh, but we are supposed to warn people yeah. of of the fire to come, mm-hmm. so that they can escape hell. You know, and once we've turned from our sinfulness and put our trust in Jesus Christ and what he did on that cross for your sins, and then he rose again, defeating death and hell, once we've done that, our sins are forgiven and we're going to heaven. Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, even though we still sin, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're going to heaven as at that point. You, like I said, as long as you have that, you know, you have that relationship, only you and God will know if you have that relationship. You know what I'm saying? So you, as much as you... You know, you go around interviewing people. At the end of the day, it's between that person and God. If you know what I'm saying, you know if you pray to Him every day. And yes, that's a big deal. You should pray before you go to bed and when you wake up every day, just because it's a blessing to see another day. Right. Okay. DeAndre, Dandre, yes. 
sorry about messing up your name so many oh, no, times, okay. but thank you so much for talking of to me, course. okay? Thank you, too. My dad is actually a pastor, but he's really, you know, he follows the Bible word for word. And that's, you know, that's that's all you can that's all you can follow on. I mean, you know, he he left it here for a reason. So, you know, that's he really kind of gave me a checkup on like, do you read your Bible? Like, I don't everybody should read their Bible every day. And, I, you know, I'm really getting better. But, you know, that's the process of growing up, getting more mature, realizing what's right from wrong and. You know that's that's that you know that's just the whole process of growing up. So you, it's called sanctification. Actually, once you're saved, that's justification, mm-hmm. and then after you're saved, is called sanctification, where you, God and the Holy Spirit they lead you into a more holy life, mm-hmm. where you are growing continually, growing in holiness. That's sanctification, and that's that's one of the big tests of our faith is if we are not growing in holiness we have reason to doubt whether or not we were really saved yes 100 percent agree with you you're listening to when this we see in many places throughout the bible where it condemns drunkenness but most people only apply that to alcohol consumption another term for drunkenness is intoxication and i believe we can apply verses like galatians 5 16 through 21 to drug use. So I urge you to stay away from marijuana and all other illicit drugs. Until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share your faith. May God bless you. Witness Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.